this is Milton Justice, and welcome to my podcast, I Don't Need an Acting Class. Recently, I received a voice email from Benjamin from Canada. Hi, Milton. I have a question for you about the idea of approaching the play as if you know nothing. Um, how would you suggest I go about suspending my disbelief to make this possible? I find myself looking at text and thinking, um, all right, I don't know anything about any of this. But it ends up feeling false as if I'm trying to trick myself. Does that make sense? Hopefully you have some insight for me. Um, hear from you soon. So I, I, my, my thought about this is that I said start a play as if I know nothing. It's quite possible what I should have said was don't assume anything. And the, the reason for this is that what we have a tendency to do is go to stereotypes and go to cliches. So, in other words, it's the good wife and the bad mistress. I mean, these are just things that we do. It's like you, you hear something and you say, ah, I know exactly what that is. You know, he, he survived the Vietnam War. Ah, I know what that is. He has PT, you know, whatever it is. So, I mean, so that's kind of the thing that, I, I, that I'm trying to say, be careful. And there's a reason I say maybe I should have had the subtitle, don't assume anything. Here's my point. I think of everything in the text as an opportunity for acting. And, and sometimes we just pass over things. And so we miss the opportunity to bring it to life. And we move too quickly. And, 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 and boy, this is such an issue. We move so fast that a fact of the play just goes to waste. I think I mentioned in, in my podcast called Deadly Deadly Facts, I mentioned that kind of chance meeting with Ellen Barkin, who said, what kind of things do you work on in class? And I said, right now we're working on experiencing the facts of the play. And she said, like what? And I said, well, if I told you that the play took place in winter, what would you think? And I didn't even finish the sentence before she just, she kind of put her shoulders up and mimed putting a scarf. And I thought, this is a person who absolutely, automatically goes to the experience of, of a fact. You know, our tendency, if we're not careful, it's like we'll say a fact, uh, we're, I'm walking down the street. Or I walked into the bar. Or, I, in other words, I'll say a fact without really taking it in. And, and so I'm not looking at it as something that I can play. That's the reason I go nuts when teachers or directors or other acting teachers, not me, talk about five questions. You know, who am I? Where am I? Where am I going? What happens if I don't get what I want? That these are all these issues where I think if I answer the question, then I can play the part. Does that make sense what I'm talking about? In other words, we're looking for these opportunities. And they're all these opportunities. 
Um, it happened with the guys when we were working on art the other day. And I said, how long have you known each other? And so it was kind of a knee-jerk reaction. We've known each other all of our lives. But if we're not careful, we don't take the time to think, what does that mean? It just becomes a dead fact. And that's the reason I say, if I start as if I know, if I don't know anything, then I, what I will automatically do is say to myself, what does that mean? In other words, what does it mean? I mean, and, you know, it's a logical choice. Nowhere in the text of that particular play does it say how long they've known each other. So it's a logical decision to make. But if we're not careful, we just kind of throw it away because we are not approaching it as if I know nothing. If I, were, if I were to analyze what does it mean to know somebody your whole life, then I can talk about what we've been through, what we've been through that then gives us something and I have something to hold on to. It's the whole idea that William Faulkner had about how he approaches writing. And he says, I have the ingestion period. That is the period where I just take in all the information. And then he calls it the gestation period. And I think in class it was Greg that said, this is where it simmers, right? And there's this period where we take things in and then just let them simmer. Just We will wander around. It's just like you let these things kind of simmer around in your head so they begin to affect you. So it, 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 I think that's, that's really the issue. I, I mean, that's the, really the issue that I said. It's, it, it, we keep missing these opportunities. And I love using the example of the breakdown says he's an actor. He's in New York. And it's the year 2020. And that's when you say, oh, great, I'm an actor. I'm in New York. It is 2020 next. But you see what I mean? If you're not careful, if you don't stop and say, I know nothing about that, then you're missing all these opportunities. Because if you then sit down and you say, okay, so what does it mean to be an actor in 20... What does it mean to be an actor in New York in 2020? Well, for the first time in history, you don't go in for an audition and meet the casting director or the director. You have to do it on video. And it means that as an actor, you have to know lighting, you have to know camera, you have to know sound, you have to know how to make yourself look hot. You'd it's like the things that you have to know... And you say, ah, okay, now I'm getting a sense. And then the more you think about it, you say, well, what does it mean to be an actor in New York? And then you do a little bit of research, and, and then you say, oh, my God, I get it. Uh, <clears throat> there is more production in New York now than ever in the history of film and television. Uh, good. That's very, very useful. I have an up. In addition to which, there's theater, which there isn't in any other place in the country where they do film and television. 
So I have that opportunity. So do you see what I mean? In, in other words, I let all of this simmer around, but the idea of it is that I am feeding myself as an actor. I'm trying to get depth. I'm trying to fill out things so that I'm not two-dimensional. I'm not just, I don't just do the lines accurately. Stella used to say to, to us, you know, don't come to a play with preconceived notions. And that's just really it. It's just we do it all the time. You know, we're working on the Clifford Odette's play, Country Girl. And somebody says, yes, it's about a Broadway director. And so you think to yourself, oh, Broadway directors, what a pain. You know, it's like, and depending on what your experience is, all of a sudden, it, you know, that's what you bring to the table. Whereas if you say, okay, maybe he's that way, maybe he's another way. And so what that's doing is opening you up to other possibilities. And that's what's important. It opens you up to other possibilities. Your talent is still in what you choose. In other words, you're, you're stealing from real life, but the talent is that you steal really well. It's you don't take everything. I, you know, to me, you watch a lot of documentaries, and you say, oh, I'll take that from that one, I'll take that from that one, I'll take that from that one. I found those things that really specifically brought me to life. And, and in a sense, it becomes your signature on the part. In other words, many people will do many parts. I'm obsessed with the play Waiting for Godot. I've seen eight productions. I've directed it three times. So it's like I'm always interested what somebody else finds with it. You see, it's like it doesn't bother me to see somebody else's production. And if I like something they have, I'll steal it in a second. Mostly I don't, but I would. But I mean, that's, you know, that's the, that's the thing that you, that you do. Anyway, I, I, so I, I think the idea of it is just really it's a mindset. It's a mindset you have. It's not so much that I know nothing. It's just I have this mindset where I don't assume anything and that I look at everything as just this opportunity for my work. Does that make sense? I'm learning a technique and I'm looking for opportunities to use it. I, I'm, I'm looking for opportunities to build the experience of the facts of the play. I think it's not really tricking yourself so much. It's just putting yourself in this mindset that, that says, man, I can take winter. And depending on the play, winter is either this magical period when for just a brief moment, there's a white blanket everywhere and it's absolutely quiet. And even New York City looks absolutely beautiful. Or, depending on the text, I can take winter and say, 
Winter is a horror. Uh, people don't know how to, to drive. They get impatient. Within one day, it's like there's mud and sludge. Do you see what I mean? It's, it's like I, I can't just say winter and have this idea, oh, winter. The play takes place in winter. Because it, the way that I live off of it gives me something as an actor. So anyway, I hope that makes sense. Uh, but uh, I'm looking for richness as an actor. And I, I think the more I dig, the more I find it, and the more it brings me to life. Hi, everybody. It's Walker Vreeland. I'm the producer of I Don't Need an Acting Class with Milton Justice. Director of online media is Evan Sollers, and music is provided by David DeJuice. If you have a question or comment you'd like Milton to address on an upcoming episode, email us at questionsformilton at gmail.com. Again, that's questionsformilton at gmail.com. And if you like the podcast, please subscribe and leave a review. Thanks so much for listening.